0: Welcome to
1: it. Welcome to Tuesday. How are you today, Bruce? Uh, Healthy and alive. Um, uh, One of the side projects I was working on ended up, uh, went from one software to the other software, and none of the work I did in the other software carried over, so... Uh, I was a bit pissed last night. I'm very sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I it was you, three months of work, is all. Um, yeah, you said you were hoping to have
0: all that completed by this evening and yep. to be up and running and and ready to go. Uh, and I was actually yep. I was hoping for that because I thought, all right, you know, I'll 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 take a look, see what you got after you uh, after you finish it. But apparently that's not going to happen now, is it?
1: No, I don't know how long it's going to take to fix this either. I mean, uh, like ugh. it was three months of learning. Uh, well, four technically in one program, and now I'm gonna have to learn this other program to fix it. And this other program doesn't have all the same capabilities, so I don't know. It, I'm gonna have to rework things all over. So it, it maybe maybe a
0: couple of days, maybe a month. I don't know. Well, I'm sorry to hear it. Either way, that I actually didn't know. You failed to mention that up to this point.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of saving it. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well. I suppose. Let's get right into it, shall we? The next the, the wheel of insanity continues, right? The next thing on the wheel of insanity. I like I need to put a wheel up behind me. Maybe we can do something with that. <laughs> just get yeah. a wheel and we'll just spin and it wheel. and see uh, whatever, you know, like see what drops on it that day. And see if it lines up with reality because that's where we are at this point, man. We're in cuckoo land. We're we're in insane yep. world. Doctor Anthony Fauci, the sainted Doctor Anthony Fauci, is out today saying that new mask mandates are under active consideration. Uh, by the way, uh, he's talking about for vaccinated people. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I thought I thought if you if you got the vaccine, you were going to be okay. Isn't that isn't
1: that what Joe Biden said? Didn't he say that just the other day? He, he, did. he did say that, right? He, yeah, he he was was spreading a bit of medical misinformation i'm, I'm, I, I'm wondering you know, like, if he had his just, twitter or facebook just removed not no i don't think so Let, let's well he's a government official
0: he can't have it removed let's listen to him make sure we understood it right
2: the the various shots that people are getting now cover that they they you're okay you're not going you're not going to get covid if you have these vaccinations yeah Okay.
0: See, he just reassured the public right there. You're not going to get, you're going to be okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Dr. Anthony Fauci said on CNN on Saturday that bringing back mask mandates is under active consideration and that he is part of the discussion around the decision. Do you know what the real deal is behind this? Oh, Fauci's caught. He was caught, as Bruce said last week, with his hand in the cookie jar by Senator Rand Paul. There's no denying it now. The establishment knows that he's caught too, they know that they're caught because they're all in this together. They're all part of the same lie. They're all part of the same collusion. So they all hang together or they hang separate, right? Fauci was questioned by CNN anchor Jake Tapper. On whether he was part of the conversations with top health officials on whether to impose a nationwide mask mandate for vaccinated Americans and whether he thinks masks should be brought back. Fauci said implementing mask mandates is under active consideration and that he is part of the discussion. But he didn't say whether or not that he supported them. See, he said that they're under active consideration, but he didn't say whether or not he supported them. Which means Translation, he supports them. But we knew that this was coming, right? Remember, this is a war on healthy people. They want control of your health. They want control of your business. They want control of your finances. They want control of your life. Period. End of story. All aspects of it. See, you're not doing what you're told if you're not taking one of these experimental jabs. So now they're moving on other fronts. They're moving to mandate it because they're doubling down. They always double down. It's always doubling down. See, they've been caught... And those walls are closing in. The protests are growing around the world by the millions. The wolves are at that door and they know it. So they're going to move. I mean, they're they're not just going to go away. They're not going to back down. They're committed. They are 110% committed. We're just not quite to that point yet as the populace. We're getting there. We're getting there. When the French storm a government building and tear pictures of Macron off the wall and stomp them into a thousand pieces on the floor, tear them up and throw them out the window, People are getting upset just a little bit, just a little bit. They're not quite there yet. They're building guillotines in Paris in front of the government buildings. They're a little upset. So it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you get one vaccine, two vaccines. They're talking about the third one now going into the cold and flu season when everybody gets sick anyway. The third one then, then it's going to be the fourth. one. It doesn't matter if you have 100 of them. Of course, you won't survive it, but it doesn't matter because you're still going to have to wear a mask. You're still going to have to lock down. And they're going to blame healthy people. That's happening already. They set the stage. They're setting it up. They're teeing it up now because the numbers aren't where they need them. The numbers aren't where they want them. So now they have to take the client group that they're doubling down. So see, they have to move with what they've got and they don't have a whole lot. The ones that are double vaccinated, they're not hands on. You notice that they're not hands on. That's a problem for them. They're not out there in the streets by the millions, are they? Because they trust the system. They'll go down fighting for that system. Some of them won't some of them will realize that they've been deceived and you hope to God it hasn't been too late for them. But you always pick another group. You pit it against the other one for demonization. And then you set the stage for, well, quite frankly, it's the steps. It's the steps towards genocide is what it is. But in this case, the client group that they have aren't to the numbers that they need. That's the problem. But it doesn't matter. They're caught. So they're going to move. They're going to move. Here's Fauci on MSNBC, talking about how those that don't get vaccinated are now going to be the cause of all the deaths. They're going to be the cause of all of the new variants that are going to come out. See, we kind of theorized about this a while back. If you release a second one, then you can blame the unvaccinated people, which that's in the cards. And it's entirely possible. Don't know. Of course, I think that next is a cyber pandemic, because I think when COVID fails, they'll just turn everybody's lights out. They'll shut your water off. They'll shut your power off and they'll try and starve you out. That's the next step, in my opinion, because everything that we're leading up to now is focused around that. Everything that's going on with the Davos group is focused around that. Here's Fauci on MSNBC talking about how it's going to be those of us that are responsible for our own health and our own well-being that are going to be the ones that are the cause of this. Listen.
1: Impact of the unvaccinated on the rest of us.
3: Well, the impact, Jonathan, is that you're going to have the propagation of an outbreak that will continue to smolder. So you're going to have suffering on the part of the people who are unvaccinated. There will be some, not very many, we hope, but there will be some breakthrough infections even among the vaccinated. So as long as you... Have circulating virus in the community, which is predominantly because people are not getting vaccinated, then they hurt themselves, and you don 't want to <sighs> see that no because don't among that. those are people that are going to wind up getting hospitalized and some of them are going to die that 's the individual impact on those who don't want to get vaccinated but there's a broader societal impact, Jonathan in that if you allow the virus to freely circulate because so many people are unvaccinated, you give it yet again another opportunity to mutate even more, and you may wind up with creating a variant that in fact is, eludes the protection of the vaccine. We're very fortunate that even though this Delta variant is a real bad actor in the uh-huh. sense of being highly transmissible,
0: where is it? Let's for the see
3: most it. part, the vaccines work very well against it, particularly in protecting you from severe disease leading to hospitalization, but you let the virus circulate, you may get a variant that's even worse.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Uh, Bruce, you brought up a very interesting point about what he talked about there in the latter part of his uh, his BS rambling. Uh, he's talking about how
1: this will mutate into something worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, so every other virus in, in the past... Anytime it mutates, it mutates. It um, basically makes itself weaker. The goal of a virus is to replicate. It's to um, reproduce. It's not to kill the host. So if a virus becomes more deadly, it reduces the chances of the virus being able to propagate itself. So it doesn't. It doesn't get worse. It's very rare that it gets worse. And if it gets worse, it burns itself out quicker. Um, so his argument there is is uh not scientific and then on top of that he was saying that the 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 vaccines work well against the the delta variant or at least reduces symptoms um which is it because the media was just saying not a week ago that the uh vaccines aren't working against the delta variant and we need a third jab so which is it it's part of that
0: confusion, right? He keeps all of his options open. See, he science is is dynamic; it's ever evolving, right? As he said, it, it's ever evolving. Things change, and as more data comes in, then well, you can adjust your your uh your decisions based on the data that you have at hand at the time. Uh, that's it's kind of what he said. But they have been doing none of that uh, up to this point. But uh, because every, quite frankly, all of the data, and that's what we're following. By the way, we're following the data. We're following the science. The problem is, is that all of the data and all of the science that we're actually following, the all of the studies, all of the research, that's real stuff. The numbers there don't lie. And the problem is, is that when you explain that, or you try and bring that up, or you talk about that publicly, uh, you're a science denier. You're, you're, you're anti-science, you're, you're an anti-vaxxer, and, and all the rest of it. You, you don't believe in medicine. It's lunacy. It's lunacy. That's all it is. They're playing politics. Politics are fueling science. That's all this is. Politics are fueling medicine at this point. And what you see is a flailing of the
1: system. That's what's happening. Is the system if is science. Dying. If science is uh, accurate, if it's uh, you, you know, the data, if the data is showing one thing, one outcome, having someone come along and question that is not going to disrupt things. It's going to solidify what the data is saying. So, the more people asking questions on that, the better. I mean, that's the goal of science. You're supposed to ask questions. You're supposed to constantly be ever learning and ever growing in our knowledge and understanding. So if somebody's asking questions on these things and has doubts about it, well, that's a good thing. Because then it opens the door for more data. It opens the door for more learning, for more growth. A lot of the theories that we have out there, like, for example, the theory of relativity. The theory of relativity, that's been around for, what, close to 100 years now? Einstein's creation? It's being questioned now because of quantum physics. Why is that a bad thing? I don't know. Just uh, the arguments that they put forward makes no sense uh, scientifically. If you're truly out for science and learning, it makes no sense. That's true. But at the same time, we're looking at all of the data that they're saying
0: to look at. That's the other side of this is, I mean, we're, we're following exactly what they tell people to follow. Look at the data, look at the science and look at the evidence and all this. Okay, Fine. We're looking at that. But when we look at it, all of it is pointing in the opposite direction. That's the problem is that's contradictory to everything that they're saying. It's like, wait a minute, you're talking about the effectiveness of mRNA vaccines against a coronavirus, and you're not even considering the studies that were done, the research that was done, the development that was done previously. You're not even considering that you're not informing people of that. What about informed consent, according to the Nuremberg Code? What about that? People have a right to know what these things have done in the past and why they were never approved for human use, why they were cautioned in the paper that was certified, peer-reviewed, evidence-based, science-based, database, blah, 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 all that. They said, we caution use in humans. This should not be used in humans until further research is done.
1: They could never get one through unless they had a crisis big enough. And they don't have a crisis big enough. Not with COVID. No, they wanted one. It's not... They wanted one, and that's why it's all ginned up. That's why the hysteria and everything, they wanted that. Fauci defends uh, funding the,
0: uh, COVID, uh, the, the uh, coronavirus research at the Wuhan lab. Uh, I do have a small snippet here. Let's listen to that now.
3: It was a peer-reviewed uh, proposal that was peer-reviewed and given a very high rating for the importance of why it should be done to be able to go and do a survey of what was going on among the bat population, because everyone in the world was trying to figure out what the original source of the original SARS-CoV-1
1: was. He's gaslighting. So basically what he's saying is the actual, like the good side of what they were doing, right? So I do recommend we go and look at what um, viruses and whatnot are in other animals and, you know, compare... Whether those are the same viruses that propagated over to, to, to the human population, but the problem is, is that's not what they did. They gave it gain a function. It completely defeats his argument.
0: It does, and that's exactly what Rand Paul's argument is right there. And he says you're you're funding that lab over in Wuhan. And he was talking about it on Newsmax. He said the 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 bat lady, she, Dr. Z, she put the the grant number from the NIH on her research paper. It's it's right there. It's in black and white. You are caught, son. It's there. Now all you need to do is to be put in bracelets and give us your bosses. That's what needs to happen here. Immediately, immediately, if we actually had a justice system in America at that point, when Senator Rand Paul said that the chairwoman or chairperson who I, was, I believe it was a chairwoman should have stood up and immediately said, Sergeant at Arms,
1: arrest that man right now. Yeah, yeah. there was plenty of evidence. Uh, but on the bright side, Rand Paul did at least send um, Fauci in for, uh, well, referred him to legal prosecution to the DOJ. But we all know where that's going to go with the DOJ. I mean, it's it's a it's a Biden DOJ. They're they're not going to they're 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 too busy hunting insurrectionists from January sixth. They're they've not going to go after supposedly. Crime. Yeah,
0: they've got them all in jail. Supposedly, it's it's a joke. It's a joke. And on top of that, the DOJ or excuse me, we should stop calling it that. The DOIJ, the Department of Injustice is what we should start calling it, just dropped all of the lawsuits, all of the investigations into all of the Democrat state governors that killed all those people in those nursing homes. Whitmer, Murphy, Cuomo, just to name a few, Inslee, all the rest of them.
1: All those have now been dropped. No more looking into that. They saved lives. Clearly, the policies they did, they saved lives. So we can't go after heroes. Right.
0: Yeah. You can't go after heroes. Sure. Uh, let's talk about heroes. Those that have taken this. Uh, do you remember we played the clip yesterday of the... Uh, by the way, the guy that said yesterday, the one we played from Australia, uh, not the prime minister, it was the, uh, the gentleman that spoke about the people that were vaccinated in the hospital with COVID. That was the health minister of New South Wales, I believe. And right after we went off yesterday, right after we closed up, uh, he came out and he retracted the uh, the statement that that he made. Uh, now, let's play what he said yesterday, just to be clear
2: on what he said. Um, 141 people are in hospital with COVID at present and 43 are in intensive care, 18 of whom require ventilation. So this is a very serious disease. Of those 141, 60 um, are under the age of 55 and 28 under the age of 35. And of the 43 people in intensive care, uh, one is in their teens, seven are in their 20s, three are in their 30s, 14 are in their 50s, and 12 are in their 60s, and six are in their 70s. So this is affecting people of all ages with very serious disease. All but one... Um, A vaccinated one person has just received one dose of vaccine. Sorry, what was that? All but one. Um, A vaccinated one person has just received one dose of vaccine.
0: Okay, that was yesterday. And shortly after that, uh, just as if it were to be on cue, a uh, a member of the media that was there. Of course, you know that those are those are handpicked. Uh, buffoons that they've got there to stand there and ask questions. They already have their talking points. It doesn't matter. They already know what they're going to report on and everything else. They're not going to report on what the facts are. They're going to get their talking points from whoever they are on that conference call with that day. That's what they run with. All mainstream media outlets do exactly the same thing. They get together every morning for their conference calls. They get their talking points. Everybody circulates them the same way. So everybody stays on on point and no one deviates from that this man deviated from that. There's no way, just like Sir Patrick Valance said last week, he backtracked an hour after he said it. There's no way to misinterpret what he just said. There's no way to put that into a different context and make it work the way he said it.
1: It's not possible. He was very clear. And for the listeners, since you didn't see the video, he was looking at notes that entire time. He, he, he had notes. So don't you think that in those notes, they would have said vaccinated or unvaccinated? You would think.
0: Possibly. But see, a member of the media who, again, is handpicked to be there and has their talking points. Again, they're all on the same page. Pipes up and says, I'm sorry, uh, did did you did you possibly uh, misspeak when you said that? Just for clarification listen. Could I
2: actually have to, in a, in a second, uh, Dr. McAnulter, would you be able to clarify, I think you might have misspoken before about the number of people in ICU uh-huh. that were or weren't vaccinated. Uh-huh. Could you just clarify that stat yeah. out loud for yeah, everybody? Sure. Thank you. Yes, I think I misspoke before. So yeah. of the 43 people in intensive care units, uh, 42 have not been vaccinated. One person had just one dose right. of vaccine. Right. right. Vaccine.
0: Uh, sorry, thank yeah. You. Yeah. You thanks for that. You? Thanks for clearing yeah. that
1: up. No, he was correct the first time. It's interesting because that's, that's like, Exactly the opposite of what he was saying. Only one Uh person had been vaccinated and all the others were unvaccinated. Uh Whereas what he was saying before was everybody was double-vaxxed except for one. Except for one. Who was only Mm single-vaxxed. Oh, interesting. So again,
0: they they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They know what they're causing. It's exactly that. They need the media to run cover for this. Let me explain something. Back during the Second World War, okay? Let's just... Put this into context here. Back during the Second World War, what was happening in Germany under Nazi rule at the time was not really known to the outside world. No one really knew what was going on. And the Germans, to their defense, they were kept from what was going on. The Nazis hid the death camps. They didn't put them in obvious areas where people could just stumble across them. They put them out in the middle of nowhere. As a matter of fact, one of the first uh, test gas chambers that they set up was just an old building out in the middle of nowhere that was miles from anything. So no one could see what was going on. And so that's what they're doing here. They're hiding everything from you, but it's in plain view. You can't see what's going on in the hospitals, can you? They're keeping you out of them. You can't see what's going on in all of these other places because they're all closed. They're keeping information... And you're prying eyes from looking at what they're doing. So they're hiding it. They need the media to run interference or it doesn't work. They're telling you, no, it's not the vaccinated. It's those unvaccinated. Every bit of research that we have done privately on our own, or we wouldn't talk on it. All of the research shows that when you try and use an mRNA vaccine, this happens. They knew that this was going to happen. They thought the numbers were going to be bigger and they weren't. Now they're really stuck. They're really caught with their pants down now. But it didn't come out until even after the Nuremberg trials. It didn't come out until after that, the videos of what was happening in Nazi Germany with the atrocities that they committed. The things that happened during that time weren't even known to the world until much, much later. And that's what we're dealing with here. We're not going to know everything now. I mean, it's a little different the way information travels now. So we're starting to see a lot of that raw data now. It's starting to break through. It's to the point now where they can't conceal it as much, right? Look at VAERS. Look at the VAERS system, the Vaccine Adverse Reaction Reporting System in the U.S. It is a flat line for the last 15 years in America, and this year it is vertical, the number of deaths. The raw data, the numbers don't lie. The real numbers, the real data, at least what we can get our hands on, it doesn't lie. And that's all starting to come to the surface. So as you start seeing pockets of the truth start to break through, they're going to double down even more because they're caught. Germany is talking about restrictions for unvaccinated people if COVID cases rise. They've got a national election coming up in a couple of months. I am on the ground here at the moment. I can tell you for a fact that after that election, those cases are going to spike. You watch. They're not going to do anything yet because they're already hated enough as it is. They're not going to do anything yet. They're going to wait and see what they can pull off from this election, what kind of votes that they can rake in. Then they'll pull the trigger. But I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure if if that'll be too late or not because the doubling down is happening everywhere else and it's happening everywhere else fast. France is not going to be able to be contained much longer, I don't think. Same thing in the UK. Same thing in Italy. When you've got the police that are no longer on the side of the politicians, the Austrians, the Austrian government announced yesterday that the EU asylum policy has failed. They announced that publicly. They will be closing their borders immediately and they will be putting their own military there to ensure its security. That is a failure of the European Union. COVID fails. The European Union fails with it. This will all come down together. All of this is going to collapse in on itself. The UN goes down. The World Health Organization goes down. All the tentacles of that. The EU comes down. And probably the CCP along with it, because China knows if they don't do this, this is their Hail Mary. If China doesn't do this, China collapses. Germany malls restrictions for unvaccinated people if COVID cases rise. That means it's going to happen. They're telling you already what they're going to do. And they're doing the usual thing. It's going to be sports stadiums and, and cinemas and and bars and restaurants. All these places, right? See, we're going to give you free donuts. We're going to give you free beer. We're going to give you free, free cheeseburgers and fries, right? Well, see, people didn't go for that. Now they're going to do these other things. The box offices are dying. No one's going to give a damn about going to the theater. Those numbers were coming down before COVID. It didn't matter. The new Space Jam movie, case in point, the new Space Jam movie with that uh, that, that woke moron, LeBron James. What a loser that guy is. Him? I, I don't care how many millions and millions of dollars he's got. He's a loser. He's like Klaus Schwab. I don't care how much money the guy's stolen. He's a loser. At least LeBron got his legitimately. I'll give him that. But with his woke whatever he's doing and this this buddying up to to China like John Cena did, they spent one hundred and fifty eight million dollars making Space Jam sequel or whatever the hell it was. It got less than 10 at the box office. No one cares. No one cares. You can't go to restaurants, movie theaters and stadiums. Yeah, see, they're going to do it to the football fans here, too yeah just like Boris Johnson and it's it's funny because they're all saying about the same time mid September right when are the German elections right around that time right around that time so they're already starting to run interference for that as of today Joe Biden has come out so all of the uh, all all of the uh, uh, what what do you want to call them uh idiots in the in the media the 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 morons that they've all got in the you know the, in the in the white house you know in the oval office there and and old Joe looks like he just doesn't even know where he's at. He he just he's just kind of sitting there in the chair like, you know, I I don't know what's going on. So they're all screaming at him. Of course, they had to wait for the cameras to roll. Then they can chime in and start uh, start asking all these questions like he's the most popular guy in the world about uh, what he's now. Of course, it's not him. What he's now saying that uh, all federal health care workers are going to do specifically VA workers.
4: Mr.
2: Such a pain in the neck, but I'm gonna answer your question because we've known each other for so long. It has nothing to do with Iraq. Okay, the answer no, no. <laughs> I'll answer your question. Yes, veteran affairs is going to in fact require that all docs working in and facilities are gonna to have to be vaccinated. Thank
4: you, guys. Let's go. Thank you. Let's go. All right, President Biden they're taking a question not on topic.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, not on topic. Yeah, sure. Is it just me or did all of those those media idiots just sound like they were scripting? Did, didn't, that, yeah. didn't that sound like that? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, we know it is scripted because we, we've we seen the, the little notebook that he had with the the reporter's faces on there. Which ones were circled to, to you know, in what order, what questions to ask are going to be asked, how to answer them, so on and so forth. We, we know that was all scripted and planned. So, yeah, of course. I mean, Depart- why would this be any different?
0: Exactly. Department of Veteran Affairs Secretary Dennis McDonough said he will make the COVID-19 vaccines mandatory. Sorry, um, I I don't think you can do that. They're just doing it. mm -hmm. They don't care. They're just doing it. They're doubling down. California said the same thing just today. They're going to require California said that all state employees, they're going a step further with it in in California, all state employees and healthcare workers will be vaccinated by mid-September or face weekly testing. And your friend, not to be outdone, I I know that I I bring this up a lot, your friend, Governor Cuomo, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York, he has just made a statement on convincing people to get vaccinated.
5: And we have to get in those communities and we have to knock on those doors and we have to convince people and put them in a car and drive them and get that vaccine in their arm. Uh Uh-huh. That is the mission.
1: Uh Uh-huh. You hear that? That is the mission. It's going to be awful disappointing. I mean, when those people decide not to. And well, being New York in the um, crime rates we've been seeing there, it's probably more likely that those workers will have their cars stolen before they'll go and ride with them to the vaccine center. Just. Well, mm-hmm. on out there mm-hmm. but see they're they're all move they're, they're all moving
0: together. you notice that, that they're all moving together now. Yep. The reason you can tell that they're actually collaborating together is because they're not talking about it with each other. You can't mandate something like this in the United States at the federal level, but they're doing it anyway. You can't mandate something like this at the state level, but yet they're doing it anyway. hell they're mandating it at the city level. New York City mayor, Bill de Blasio or William Wilhelm Jr you know that's his legal name by the way. he had it changed. So he could make it look like he was, uh, a, you know, an Italian guy uh, from New York. That's why he changed it. He went a step further with it. He was talking about city employees first just last week on how disappointed he is. How see it, you got to do better? You gotta do better, you're not doing good enough. It doesn't matter that you're actually doing what you're supposed to, you're not doing it well enough.
3: Thursday, Mayor de Blasio played on FOMO, fear of missing out, urging more to get the shot so they don't miss concerts and events the city is planning. I mean, this
5: is crazy, get vaccinated. It's just, it's time for a very aggressive, assertive approach.
3: De Blasio Uh expressed concern about hesitancy within the NYPD, which isn't really sure how many members are vaccinated, beyond the 43% who've gotten shots directly from departmental clinics.
5: Now I'd say the NYPD and every other agency, everyone's gotta do better. Everyone's gotta do better, we gotta go farther. And we're gonna look at a variety of ways to do that. On Wednesday, the mayor mandated vaccines mm-hmm. or COVID tests for city hospital and health clinic
3: workers. So will he do the same for the NYPD or other city agencies?
0: He says he'll announce next steps in the days ahead. In next Morris steps. Park the Bronx, Tony. Next steps. OK, well, what are those next steps? Here's the next steps. He's moved even further with it. Uh, he has now said that all private employers should impose vaccine mandates immediately and do the maximum you feel you can do. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. He doesn't have any more authority to do this than what he did back during the initial lockdowns when he said you'll be fined $10,000 if you leave the island of Manhattan and come back. So now, like I said, they're moving on all fronts. Take a listen to these statistics from him and see if you believe any of these, because we don't. We don't. We announce
5: something new, a COVID safety requirement for our health workers, Uh the workers we depend on the most and the workers who are the most vulnerable. We need a strong, clear approach. And every single one of our workers gets vaccinated or gets tested weekly. This will begin on August 2nd. All of our health and hospitals staff, all of our clinical workers for Department of Health. It's very clear, and the health commissioner will explain the order he is issuing to put this into effect.
0: Oh, because he's issuing
5: it. Every single one of those employees has a choice. Get vaccinated, the better choice, or get tested weekly. And at any point you can decide, hey, I'm ready to get vaccinated, then you don't need to get tested weekly anymore. But they get COVID. This is about keeping people safe, and stopping the Delta variant. If we want to beat COVID right. once and for all, we have to stop the Delta variant.
0: <laughs> once Vaccinations.
5: This is something New Yorkers should feel proud of. Thank you to all New Yorkers who stepped forward to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Thank you Your to heroes. the vaccinators. Yeah. Test and trace our healthcare heroes. As of today, 9,773,399 doses given in New York City. Grows every single day. 4.9 million New Yorkers have received at least one dose. 58% of our population. That is the
0: strong foundation that we have. Thank you so much, Mr. Mayor. Uh, okay, hold, 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 hold on, hold on. 9 million, over 9 million, and I think he said like 300 and something thousand doses have been administered already. Math doesn't work, does it? Well,
1: he said 58% of, his popul- of the population has been vaccinated mm-hmm. at least once. Yeah, so that means that nine million is just double vax. Um, uh huh. But the the problem with that is the the highest vaccination rate of an entire state is only like thirty percent, thirty three. I mean, so New York City, like, if it just it doesn't it doesn't make sense that that many. As far as the data is concerned, it doesn't it doesn't seem to line up with what the data we're seeing. No, it doesn't.
0: And and look at this. Look at this disgusting photo, this photo op right here. That's all this is. See, you turn the people that you're leading to slaughter into heroes. That's what you do. That's all they're doing is exactly that. The mayor of New York City uh, said that companies should do the maximum you feel you can. Companies don't have the authority to do that. Neither do you, sir. You'll be well to learn that course, you're not going to at this point because you're a radical revolutionary that spent your time in Central and South America learning about communism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anybody that has the uh, uh, the drive to want to go and look into his past, please do. It's quite interesting. About the same as Bernie Sanders, to be honest. Near about he did the same thing, uh, except for the fact that uh, I don't recall the mayor of New York honeymooning in the Soviet Union like Bernie and his wife did. But, you know, hey, I'm not not splitting hairs here. Uh, he praised San Francisco for forcing city workers to be vaccinated, saying that that was setting the tone for the future. Mm hmm. On Wednesday, he announced mandatory COVID-19 testing for employees of the city's public hospital and health clinic systems beginning in August. Do you know who originally said that we needed to do mandatory forced testing? Anybody remember? It was the Chinese Communist Party in the beginning. Oh, you need to do what we did. You need to mandate testing. You need to force it. Uh huh. Anybody else think that this is being quarterbacked from Beijing yet? Anybody? The staff will have to get one of the vaccines or face weekly COVID tests. Actually, it'll be daily COVID tests. You watch. It'll be daily tests. Uh, After a third of all workers refuse to get the shot, do you think you're actually going to force those numbers? That's what they think they're going to do now, is they think they're going to force those people. They're going to threaten to take your job away. Do you have any idea what you're going to do to those people? If they're already refusing you, they're going to refuse again. You're going to put them out of a job and they're going to hunt You. The order will cover health and hospital employees in addition to those who work at the Department of Health and Mental Hygiene Public Clinics. You're telling me a third of those NYPD officers to the tune of over 50 percent are saying, hell no, I'm not doing it. Which, by the way, they were quoting a number there about only getting department statistics on what they've done. I'll bet you those numbers, they probably ginned those up by 50 percent. I'll bet you you're looking at maybe 20, 25 percent of NYPD officers are the ones that had it done. That would be my guess, because if they're cooking the books elsewhere, they're cooking the books there, too, just like he's cooking the numbers on how many people have been jabbed in New York. If they were getting these kinds of numbers that he's sitting there talking about in New York, he wouldn't be on TV saying that they would have no need to.
1: The other thing with all of this, part of the reason we're we're pointing out that the numbers are, are false, it gives you a sense of community or peer pressure, and it pushes and and tries to lead the lemmings into uh, getting the vaccine. In this case, um, uh, according to the research we've looked at, uh, leading the lemmings to slaughter. Right. So on Saturday, before we before we kind of move on here, uh, on
0: Saturday. There was a uh, pr- protests in pretty much every European country there was a large one in London at Trafalgar Square this is to give you an idea of, of why we also don't uh, buy their numbers and, and buy their uh, by their their lines that they're out there touting now just as an example there was an NHS nurse that spoke at Trafalgar in front of it looked like a couple hundred thousand that were standing out there easy. And she's up on stage talking about what happened. And I can attest to this, knowing, knowing history as I, as I do. And I, I don't claim to be an, a history expert. I'm a history novice when it comes down to it. I dabble in it because I think it's fascinating. And because, well, if we don't know where we've been, then we don't know where we're going. So we have to understand the past. We have to understand the best and the worst of what we've done so we don't repeat it. And the Nuremberg Trials are a testament, if anything else, are a testament to what's coming. Oh, and they will happen. But she's warning doctors and nurses and everyone else, politicians, as far as I'm concerned, the politicians, your time's up. Your your time's up. You had a chance. You had a chance to do the right thing, but your time's over. Now, the doctors, the nurses, maybe you were misled. I'm willing to go with that. I'm willing to go with that. But at the same time, it's also your responsibility to understand the kind of care that you give your patients. Most doctors in the U.S. that I've heard, this isn't the case with all of them. I know some doctors over there that are, you know, on point. And they they understand. Same thing here. But most doctors are just pill pushers these days. They get the money from the insurance companies and they really don't care about anything else. I heard a story of a guy who was playing poker with three doctors, right? They do their own. They're all friends. They had their own little poker game going on once a week or whatever it was. He's well-researched this guy who's not a doctor that plays poker with the the three other doctors. He's very well researched and he's looking into all of this COVID stuff and the vaccines and everything. And these are doctors that are giving COVID vaccines to their patients. And he actually had to inform them that this is not approved. This is under emergency use authorization. They didn't even know. I've run into similar issues with medical professionals, nurses, nurse practitioners, anesthesiologists, whatever. People that are high up in the, you know, making some money. And not just when it comes to COVID, but other things, health, nutrition, mental health, that, that kind of stuff. And I tell them things that they should be telling me. I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a, a mental health expert or anything like that. But I tell them things and I'm like, you know what? I stop myself halfway through talking about like fitness or nutrition or something like that. And I stop and I say, you know what? You're supposed to be telling me this. Same thing with a personal trainer. When I talk to personal trainers, I I talk to a personal trainer here. There is a guy here that that goes to my gym. He's from New York. Great guy. Really nice guy. I mean, he and I hit it off. I mean, really quick. Nice conversations going back and forth about all kinds of stuff. And all he's about is, man, when can we get these vaccines? I'm like, man, you're like you're, you're you're healthier than I am. You teach people around here all day. What's going on? They should be telling those of us that are not in those professions what we should be doing. They should be advising us. Hey, uh, maybe you shouldn't, you shouldn't jump to something like that out of irrationality. Maybe you should do some, some looking into that because quite frankly, you're in good health. There's no reason why you should do that to yourself. That's what they should be saying. Have you ever thought about possibly adjusting your diet or something? You ever thought about maybe getting in more cardio, something like that, getting more sleep, something that all plays a part in it. Maybe your hygiene's not good enough. I don't know. I'm just saying, right. Good hygiene is part of preventing disease an infection. But what's happening with the COVID vaccines? What's happening with these politicians? What's happening with these public health people? We put the Nazis to death for this. Exactly this. We have the Nuremberg Code because of this. And they're violating it on the face of it every single day. I played the research that Greg Reese did. I can play it again. He points out how Dr. Reiner Fulmich and his team, the legal team here in Germany, that are putting the cases together the legal cases about how they are violating all 10 of the Nuremberg Code. Not one, not two, not five, not eight, all 10 of them. So this nurse at Trafalgar Square on Saturday. Ask those
2: that are getting it. Ask them being any deaths. Ask them what is in it. Ask them. Get their names. You email them to me, the medical revolutionaries at protonmail.com. Group of lawyers, we are collating all that at the Nuremberg trials. The doctors and nurses stood trial and they home. If you are a doctor
1: or a nurse, now is the time to get off that bus,
2: get off it, and stand with us, the people all around the world. They are rising,
0: doctors. Nurses, health people that are still going along with this, you better heed that warning that that young lady is saying. I'm telling you right now, if there is any doctor, if there is any nurse, any health professional, any health bureaucrat, whatever, I'm not concerned about the politicians at that point. They made their choice. They had their chance. You medical people, the ones of you that are in the medical system now that are being used by the politicians, this is your last warning. As the young lady said, it is time for you to get off that bus. Of course, after she said this, what happened? What do you think happened? Do you think she was praised for what she said? You Think she was appreciated? Do you think that was covered in the mainstream media about what she said? As it should have been. This is what Sky News out of the UK reported right after she gave that speech, along with her photo and her name. Met police investigate after ex-nurse compares NHS staff to Nazis. At an anti-vax and anti-lockdown rally, there's your mainstream media. That's why people don't watch the mainstream media, except for the truly stupid in this world. Anti-vaxxer Kate Shimarani has been accused. Accused by who? I'm just curious. Accused by who? Whoever wrote this this piece of garbage article, she's been accused of inciting hatred after her speech on stage at the protest in London on Saturday. Did they happen to mention how many people were there cheering her on? Did they happen to mention that? Did they happen to mention what she said specifically, which is totally accurate when it comes to historical reference? I can prove that. I can verify that. Hell, I got books over here at arm's reach about the atrocities of World War II committed by the Nazis. She's not wrong. In fact, she was being rather generous. Anti-vaxxer. Did she say she was an anti-vaxxer? She was a nurse. Did she say she was an anti-vaxxer? Did she say that? She's been accused of inciting hatred. What'd she say? What did she say that wasn't true? This is why people don't trust the mainstream media. This is why people don't watch the mainstream media. This is why their numbers are in the toilet. They've been in the toilet. They're dying. What if she is an anti-vaxxer? What does it matter? It doesn't matter. What she said... About the doctors and the nurses, about what they did during the Second World War under the
1: Nazis, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. It's like uh, the, the reason I pointed out is it's no different than today when they say, well, you're a racist or you're a white supremacist or whatever, you're a bigot. I, I don't care. I, I, I don't care. That word has been thrown around. Those words have been thrown around so much over the last 10 years or so, they have no meaning anymore. Whoopie dink. So you think I'm a white supremacist. You know what? Uh, I I, I want to say words, but you know, you're an indigenous person, though. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. So I'm, I do. I'm have. Trying, an indigenous how, how does that paradigm, work?
0: Still. Like, how, how, how does that work? Like you're you're an indigenous person and yet you're a white supremacist. Like, you know, the uh, the MAGA Hulk. Yeah. I showed you the picture yeah. of the, the MAGA Hulk yeah. the other day and the media yeah. is calling him a white supremacist. This is I mean, this monstrous, monstrous black guy. I mean, huge guy and he's wearing like Trump hats and and he's got like a MAGA shirt on and he's carrying an American flag and flex. I mean, this guy's biceps are bigger than my torso. Right. I mean, this guy's huge. Yeah. And he's talking. Yeah. And he's he's talking about how uh, conservatism is is wonderful and and uh, men need to treat their women with respect. And and we need to get back to the family. We need to get back to good traditional American values and good on him. Good on him. You're damn right. you damn right. I'm with him 110%. That's my countryman right there. That's my brother in arms. That's the way it is. But the media calls him a white supremacist. <laughs> the leader of the Proud Boys, you remember? He's a white mm-hmm. supremacist. Yeah. He's a Cuban American <laughs> and he's a white supremacist. It's unbelievable. You can't do the uh, the, the labeling thing anymore. So it's just it's transitioned into other things. They're moving ahead with it. I've got something here on what they're going to do now. They're going to tie in. The, they're going to get rid of the labeling outright. So they're, they're going to they're going to push that aside. They're going to keep it, but they're going to push it aside. They're not going to just call you that now. Now they're going to go a step further with it. But I'll get to that in a second. Uh, CNN says that we need to segregate the unvaccinated, making them pay for tests every single day. What do you think about that, Bruce? You think we should pay for tests every single day? I mean, I'm just asking.
1: Yeah, um, I I think for every every day that the um, the elite require the average American to go and get a test every day just to work, to afford food and housing. um, I think those elite should be strung up for one hour at least Mm -hmm. for every every test they require. Mm hmm yeah okay c n n anderson cooper talking about unvaccinated brave of how leadership
6: failures politics and selfishness doomed the u s coronavirus response mr Sa i mean that is that that is the the thing that is so frustrating about this uh is that this was preventable, and that that yeah, this Delta it variant, was. it was actually, uh, you know, the the toll it's taking and is going to take could have been prevented had more people been been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just heard about the change in some Republicans when it comes to their public messaging about the vaccine, and that's certainly to be applauded. Last night in our town hall, President Biden said, you know, that some in right wing media had a quote alter call when it comes to the vaccines. Should Republican leadership be doing more within their own
4: ranks to help bring people around? You know, I think when you play politics with the vaccine, you're playing with fire and you're playing with your own constituents' lives. And so it would make a hell of a lot of sense to do what Sean Hannity did. And look, there could be people that disagree with me or with you or with their Democratic colleagues and everything else. But if they come out and said, you know what, getting vaccinated is sensible. And additionally, talking aggressively against the people and calling out the people in their party that are making a political habit, they would be wise. And Republican governors are, generally speaking, a good example. Governor Justice in West Virginia, who said, if you're not vaccinated, you're part of the problem. That Mm -hmm. is a good example that should be called out and that should happen more often.
6: CDC, 57 percent of those eligible Uh, are fully vaccinated in uh, the United States. Now, given those percentages and the vigor of the Delta variant, what more does the administration need to to be doing right now?
4: Well, it was great to see in the town hall last night that President Biden is not willing to quit, not willing to leave any American behind, and willing to continue to make the case. Now, it's going to take more than him to make the case. It's going to take getting very aggressive about particularly younger people uh-huh. people under 25 I think we as they return to school presuming we have full FDA approval we should be we should be really seriously considering whether schools workplaces government agencies ought to be talking about saying hey if you're coming here you need to be vaccinated and if you're not you need to show you've got a negative test every single day uh-huh and then uh-huh. we need to just get better information to people and as the FDA makes this final approval all the people that have been on the fence and there are some people that are still on the fence we need to take the case to them and say, the jury is in. The FDA has done <laughs> rigorous work. They've taken oh, I'm a long sure time, they have. a very yeah. long time. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. now it's time for you to review this information and make the right decision. All right. All right. That That's enough of that. That's enough of that. Go ahead. I, I know you're you're over there. You're
1: just chomping at the bit. Go ahead. So I, I agree when he said that this is uh, pushing these vaccines and everything and using them as uh, political. Um, chess piece. I agree. This is dangerous because when a virus comes around that is legitimately dangerous, that is taking people's lives in mass and they come up with a vaccine that is effective, I won't trust them because they've lied to us so much. There's so many people that aren't going to trust them. Of course, most of the people that don't trust them are against them anyway. So I guess it works out for them in the end because, uh, those would be the ones that, that die. That's the other thing that really baffles me in all of this. If uh, if you don't want to take the vaccine and uh, they're saying, oh, it's health risks and blah, blah, blah. People are going to die if they don't take the vaccine and uh, let them. That's their choice. If they choose to not take the vaccine and they die because of it, that's their choice. They have that freedom. I I, I don't understand why they keep pushing it so so hard like
0: that. I, I think I think I get it. I, I think I get it. Because l- let's let's be clear here. Those of us that are watching the Klaus Schwabs and the Bill Gates, and, and make no mistake, they're just... They're, uh, Schwab, it, I mean, I sit here and I'd, I key on him all the time. But you know something? Schwab isn't running this. It's not him. If you want to get down to it, then if you want to put an organization on it that is running this, look at the major banks and look at the Rockefeller Foundation. Look at them. Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum is nothing but your MC for the evening. That's all he is. Bill Gates, the same. You notice Bill Gates, he was running his mouth just a little too much, and he didn't get his agenda through. He was hated. So they pulled him, which means Bill Gates
1: is not a player. That's what that means. They pulled him. Someone else behind yeah. the scenes pulled him. They're, they're grifters. That's all they yeah. are. They're 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 just there to try to get their buck uh, using exploiting current events. And the current events are being manipulated by as you're as you're saying, like Rockefeller's, you know the 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 banking clans, if you will. I think though, there's a bit of infighting, and I legitimately think that the state department, as an example, thinks that they run the show now, and they're wanting to to try to run it. so i don't That's... I don't know. And you've you know. got you got also the
0: intelligence agencies, and you got big tech in there, too. See, everybody mm-hmm. wants to—that's every, that, the thing, is they hate us, and we hate them, but they all hate each other just as much. See, everybody wants to have that control. Think of it like this. Again, I, I, I make the same comparison because it just works. If you look at any totalitarian regime, okay, communist party, fascist government, I don't care, right? If you take any, any authoritative system, what always happens? You have the inner circle that always tries to make power plays on each other. They get along nice at the cocktail parties, and they smooge and tap their glasses together, and everything, and rub elbows, and all the rest of it. But they hate each other, and they use everybody's dirty little secrets against each other for power plays and for influence to get closer to whoever's
1: running the crew. It's always to get into the think- good graces and the favors. Go ahead. Why do you think all the movies with uh, the bit, you know, the bad guys? Why is there always infighting in the movies? Why are they always fighting themselves? I mean, uh, I'll use an example: uh, Lord of the Rings, right? You you had the the orcs and the urukai and whatnot. What did they do? They fought each other when they didn't have an enemy, uh, a unified enemy to fight, and they they tried to uh, assert their own power and authority. I mean, kind of the the, the same thing, you know? It, it, they're basing it off the real world. Art imitates life.
0: Where do you think they got the idea for the Hunger Games? You think that woman just thought it up on her own? But back to the point here about like Bill Gates and Schwab. Okay. The world economic, let's just take them out of it for a second. I mean, they're just figureheads for those organizations. Let's let's just take them out of it. Bill Gates, obviously the head of his foundation and Klaus Schwab head of his group, World Economic Forum. Let's take them out of it. Let's look at the World Economic Forum. Let's look at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Let's look at the Rockefeller Foundation. What do they have in common? What do all of them have in common? Too many people, right? Depopulation. I was, I was going to say, um, and bred degenerates, but <laughs> well, too yeah, many people. Is yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, too many people. Ted Turner, same thing. Too many people, right? I got a clip right here of Bill Gates saying, well, there's too many people. One of these numbers has got to go to zero. He's saying it. He's saying they're going to use vaccines to reduce the world's population. He's saying it. And people are laughing at him while he's on stage saying that. The problem is, you, you ask, why are they so keen to get everyone to take it? Because that's the underlying message they're not telling people, is that. All the research shows that when you use an mRNA vaccine against somebody, they're going to develop problems and they will be fatal down the line. Do you remember I told the story the other day about the uh, the guy that posted on social media back in February in New York, the good New York liberal who went out and, and basically said, Publicly that uh, you're a you're an evil person you and I hope you have a a click in your boot heel that you can't find and mm-hmm. you run into a spider web. He went out and took a vaccine, got his photo up there of him at a vaccination center getting take, you know, taking a vaccine. Was in the hospital with a heart attack and had multiple strokes on the operating table and they couldn't figure out why. You read the research paper of the development of these things. That's exactly what happened to the test animals. Exactly. Almost precisely what happened to some of them was exactly that. It just happened quicker in in others and slower in others. It depends. They're not going to hit the target that they want as far as population reduction. They're not going to hit those numbers based on the number of people that are getting jabbed. They're not going to hit those numbers. So they're panicking because they're not going to get another chance at this. This is it for them. You heard Prince Charles. We have to pull every lever at our disposal because we are not going to get another shot at this. So they don't have the numbers they need, not the target numbers, the organizations, the foundations that are running this behind the scenes, the banks that are running this behind the scenes that wants the numbers of the uh, the herd thinned, if you will, you're not going to hit those numbers. And these people are on the hook for that. The people in the media, the politicians, the bureaucracy, the doctors, the nurses, everybody else, the lawyers, the judges. They're not going to hit those numbers, and what do you think the banks are going to do to them? See, they're stuck in between a rock and a hard place. Does that mean feel sorry for them? No, because you're a chicken neck coward. You sold out to the system. You sold out to pure evil, thinking you were on the winning team. They overreached. The numbers have come up short, and now they're stuck, and they're trying to work their way out of it. So now they're going to run this other thing about, oh, well, well, this variant, and it's always going to be another variant. They're always going to cook up the next one, and the next one, and the next one. It doesn't
1: matter. Uh, honestly, um, I I don't know when the people are going to wake up to all this. Well, it's and getting bigger. When they're going to realize? Uh, I mean, it, it is getting bigger, but the the question is, is it going to be too late? And the reason I say that is, um, we, we were we were seeing that now we have financial organizations getting together with um, political activists to try to root out. What, what was it? Uh, white supremacists or, or what have you? Yes. Uh, PayPal has teamed up with the ADL, the
0: Anti-Defamation League, if you actually even want to call it that. I would argue that they are probably they're like the ACLU. They don't represent uh, def- anti-defamation. They don't represent American civil liberties. They're, the, they're, they're the, the exact opposite of that. PayPal partners with the ADL to, quote, fight extremism and protect marginalized communities. See, they're not going to call you a racist anymore because that doesn't work. Now they're going to go in and they're going to take your banking. They're going to take your finances. We knew that was coming. That's part of the social credit construct. You've got to have that. You have to have control of the finances. So that's here. Jack Basobic said the CCP financial system comes to America.
1: Yeah, and I was seeing that there's articles out today that's talking about uh, how the CCP's uh, digital yuan uh, is well, it's a problem to the U.S. because it's digital. I mean it's more convenient it's easier you're not going to use it for terrorism and and white supremacists and all those kind of things. so you but know we need we need but it's our run own. by but it's run by a terrorist organization <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but that's the thing is they're they're saying that basically because of all the problems with the CCP's uh, version um, you know there's privacy concerns and they're 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 basically they're they're painting the picture that this is bad. but the problem is is the US doesn't have their own so we need to make our own in the u.s and that's the argument right so yeah they'll you'll have all your currency everything you own will be you know uh tied to it like for example your house you know that's digital your your title's digital now your banking all of that's going to be digital i mean everything completely if they can get everything digital and then you act up and you don't follow the 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 trends that they want you to do you know for example Let's say uh, you go out and protest in Australia that, and, and it's illegal for you to be out there protesting, and they use their uh, track and trace to hunt you down, find out who you are, and then freeze all your assets. What are you
0: going to do? I don't think that it would get that far. I think it would be something else. You remember Dr. Mike Yaden in the interview he gave, he said, you'll wake up one day and you'll be pinged on your phone and say, yeah, you, you haven't received your uh, your top-up vaccine for whatever variant or strain of COVID that they cook up for that. Uh, and so uh, you need to do this or your banking is going to be turned off by noon. So you need to get down there and get that done. Oh, uh, and by the way, you need to bring every member of your household with you. And if you don't do that, then your banking is going to be turned off by noon and you won't have access to any of your money and all of that will be frozen. You, you see how this works? You, you don't go along with this and get out of it. I I try to portray that to people and they just don't get it. You just don't get it. You thick headed idiots. You don't get it. You think that by taking a few crumbs from the person that's holding you hostage is going to get you out of this. That's not how this works. You stand up for this and they fall. It's that simple. The simplest thing to do to get out of this is a two letter word. That's all we
1: need. And that's no. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what I was referencing there, uh, some of the stuff that's legitimately happening right now in Australia, they they are legitimately tracking people down with the uh, track and trace, what their intentions are once they track the people down. I think all they're doing is doing the mandatory um, sending them to the covid hotels. Um, I, I think that's what they're going to do, but I don't know if they're going to do anything more than that, uh, find them or something like that. But they're they're hunting them down. So it it's not. It's not very much of a stretch, if you will, to take that next step to freezing their assets. Funny you say that, and we'll go out on this one. I'm just
0: going to leave this one hanging. This is out of the mainstream media in Australia just today.
2: A radical plan to crack down on social media abuse is being considered by the federal government. For more, Nine's Oliver Haig joins us live in Adelaide. Ollie, how will it work?
1: Good morning. Essentially it will work the same as a passport. Australians forced to submit 100 points of identification like their driver's licence or passport when using social media accounts like Facebook and Twitter. Now police would have access to those social media accounts and it's all part of a crackdown on online abuse. Now users Uh could be liable for defamation suits or even criminal prosecution and it's all part of a plan hoping to deter people from engaging in bad behaviour. Now the recommendation were handed down by a federal parliamentary inquiry. There are reforms that are being considered by the Morrison government, with the chairman saying there is merit to remove to remove uh, the veil of being anonymous. Layla, welcome huh. to the new normal. What was what was that we've talked about with uh, social engineering and deter people from what? Huh?
0: Interesting. Man, I hate being right. In that case, I hate being right. I really uh, do. Yeah, I agreed. All right. We're out of time today, so we are going to have to go. All right. For those of you who have not signed up to our Telegram channel, get over there and get signed up to us. We do put out all of our podcasts. We do here every day. And we also put out an exclusive podcast once a week just for our Telegram subscribers. So get over there and get signed up to us. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us an email at dynamicpodcast@protonmail.com, at And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and known associates. We are trying to grow, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we would appreciate that. We are available everywhere you get your podcasts. Also, if you're a rating podcast, if you can give us a rating when you get a chance, we'd appreciate that as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right, that's it for today. Thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.